This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John, and I am at the table with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? Hey, John. I'm doing really good today, man. I'm excited, as always, to be here. Yes. Uh, I just made some uh, Thai tea. Hey, so, okay. Uh, I'm enjoying that. So, anyway, excited. I think we got a pretty cool topic today. I think we got a cool topic as well. we got a topic that um, I, I have to talk with a lot with the, uh, the kind of mid-range journeyman pro wrestler that kind of gets lost every once in a while. But let's dive right into it because today we're going to talk about learning to pivot, all right, and how growth in pro wrestling is not always linear. It happens to the very best of us, all right, from trainees to the pro wrestlers themselves to the promoters to everything in between. At some point or another, you will feel like you are spinning your wheels, unable to move forward and towards your bigger goal. The growth you experience in life and pro wrestling will not always be linear and super easy to track. All right, sometimes you've got to learn to pivot and focus on different aspects of your journey. If you feel stale in one instance, focus on improving another to better your chances of progressing overall. Guys, please don't forget to head on over to YouTube and subscribe to How to Become a Pro Wrestler on YouTube. We shot some good videos today that'll be coming at you very, very soon. There's some really good stuff over there. There's an episode of our podcast on there if you'd rather listen to it that way, if you get all your stuff from YouTube. And uh, check it out. Subscribe on YouTube. Please click the bell. That way you always know when we post a new video. All right. I can't tell you how many young guys and gals I've talked to in a locker room who say, They've tried it all. They, they never skip practice. They work on their promos. They train hard in the gym, but they mm -hmm. still feel like they're going nowhere. So today, Aaron and I are going to go over a few ways a wrestler or a, a promoter or anyone else in between can pivot to still feel like they're making some progress. And remember, success isn't always as straightforward as a ladder going straight up, right? Often, success is more like a mountain that you have to climb. Sometimes you gotta climb up four ways, and then you gotta you gotta take a switch back and shimmy sideways before you can take a couple steps up before moving sideways again. You're going left and right and taking a few steps up as you go. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of time, guys. It's not just a straight ladder up. I know the saying is the ladder to success. Mm -hmm. You get that, it's a phrase, but think about it more like a mountain where you're switchbacking side to side as you go up. It takes some time. Some people faster than others, but you know what? We put in the work and we all get there to the summit at some point. So all these steps lead you closer to that summit, but many are going to be harder than the ones before it. All right, It doesn't necessarily get easier as you get to the top. Yep. So a lot of times it gets harder. So you can always work on you, right? Your wrestling fundamentals and beyond. So you can always get into a ring. You should be practicing weekly inside a pro wrestling ring, mastering your fundamentals, your gymnastics, your tumbling, your rolling, your one-arm rolls, your back rolls, your forward rolls, all those different aspects, vaulting in and out on the turnbuckle, coming up and down off of the apron. All of these things you should be practicing on at least a semi-weekly basis, if not every single week. Every time you get into a ring, it's always good to warm up even with sets of rolls and things like that. The, the basics never go out of style, and that's why they're the basics. Mm -hmm. So always 
remember, you can work on your fundamentals. And I said and beyond because there are things beyond your fundamentals, things you could be doing that we've talked about in the past, like head and neck bridges and nip-ups and things like that, getting up and down in the ring a little faster, evading people out of a corner, more advanced techniques. A lot of those you can actually find on our YouTube channel yeah. if you check it out, we've done in the past and different warm-ups and exercises and things you can be working on inside the ring that will help with your ring fundamentals. Not to mention all of the bumps and things that you can do in there from flip bump, back bump, face bump, and everything in between. Yeah, John, there's something to be said to mm -hmm. when you're kind of stuck yeah. to go back, like kind of back to the beginning yes. or back to the basics. And yeah. this, that really just, I don't know why mentally though, mm -hmm. it can kind of reset you. Absolutely. And kind of may re have you rethink about uh, some of the things you may need to do to progress. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that's it. I love that one. That one's great. I work out, you know, I, I primarily work out at our facility here where the ring is and stuff. It's a nice facility. It's where I get most of my best workouts in. But there have been times when, I don't know, like you, you get into a certain mindset, your brain feels kind of like not necessarily on par, and I will go into my garage at home mm -hmm. and do a solid workout. I have a pretty good amount of equipment there that I did all of my working out during COVID and things like that. It's where I did all of my working out, and it really centered me. It really helped me yeah. focus on the fact that I can stay in really good shape without having a really nice facility mm -hmm. if need be. So sometimes I'll still go out in my garage. It's kind of like getting back down to basics. It's yeah. like it's like Rocky going back to his home gym where he first learned how to box mm -hmm. as opposed to the nicer one he gets into later in the films and stuff. So get back to your fundamentals. That might be your roles, might be promos for some people, whatever your absolute basics that brought you to the dance in the first place, yeah. revisit them from time to time. Yeah, for sure. So you can always work on you, and we talked about wrestling fundamentals, but you can always work on your actual character as, uh, as well. So think about yourself in different ways. Think about your character as a heel and as a babyface. What could you change? The, the best way, like if you're a babyface and you're tried and true and you've been a babyface for a while and you start thinking about, well, you should, well, here's how you should start thinking about turning heel. You should say, what is the simplest thing that I can do to now be a heel. Not like the most complicated, complete, total overhaul transformation. Mm -hmm. What's the simplest thing that I can do to be hated instead of loved? So a lot of times that's just turning your direction at the crowd and talking at the crowd like we talked last week instead right. of with the crowd. Um, it might be um, attacking verbally or physically in pro wrestling a beloved baby face. Mm -hmm. Who knows what it could be? But the, the simplest way is the best. Not just like, okay, I'm a baby face, I wear blue and yellow, and I high-five all the people in the front, and I wear streamers, blah, right. blah, blah. Now I'm a heel. I think I'll just wear all black. I'll get rid of the streamers, won't high-five anybody anymore, yeah. and I'll champ down my hair. Don't worry about being super complicated. That mm -hmm. might come over time, but keep it simple, especially if you're transforming your character. So also think about your promos as a heel and as a baby face. So your next promo, think about it this way. Think about... How would this come across if I said it at the crowd, like I mentioned before, instead of with the crowd or to the crowd mm -hmm. or to my opponent or to my partner or whatever it might be? Think about transforming your promos in the simplest way possible. It might just be the, the affective speech that you use, yeah. right? You might change the way that you speak, your cadence, the way you cut your right. eyes at the camera or at the crowd might transform you in far more subtle and intense ways than if you did like a complete overhaul and you started screaming like a maniac for no mm -hmm. real reason when you've always been a soft-spoken person. So your promos are a great place to start as well, working on yourself. And then, of course, we talk about it all the time on this podcast, your body. 
So think about improving your body. It's, it's something that like we talk about with bodybuilders, like let's say a bodybuilder, he's like, man, I wish my, my shoulders look bigger and better. I want my shoulders to grow. And he's just doing overhead press after overhead press after overhead press. Like, man, why won't my shoulders grow? Well, the, the fact is your shoulders have three parts. They got a, a front side and rear delt, right? So if you want big shoulders, you can't just sit there and do overhead press, overhead press, overhead press. You got to do some front raises. You got to do some reverse flies, some face pulls, all these things to work on all three different portions of your shoulder to make them look big and impressive and amazing. Your career as a pro wrestler is the same way. Yeah. If, you're, if your in-ring technique is excellent and you practice those fundamentals all the time but you're leaving gaps by not practicing your promos and really filling out your entire basics of pro wrestling then that's why you feel like you're not making any progress because you're not just progressing one thing or you are just progressing one thing as opposed to everything but your body itself your actual physical look is something you can always work on mm -hmm. to make yourself feel better and it will give yeah. you a crazy mental boost yes definitely I, I would put that one up there with the physical body, mm -hmm. um, almost similar to going back to the basics, because mm -hmm. both of those are a very mental thing that yes. you may not realize that can really help you work through or learn to see where you need to pivot, you know, right. to keep moving forward. Right. Absolutely. All right. I want to move on a little bit here and talk about traveling. Okay. So guys ask me, what do I do? I'm not booked. I wanted to be booked. I tried to get booked and I couldn't get booked on this show. Should I just wait and do the next one? What should I do? I have nowhere to go this weekend. I'm an active pro wrestler, but I have nowhere to go this weekend. Here's the thing, guys. Travel anyway. Travel even if you are not booked. If you are not booked, that doesn't mean take the weekend off. You can travel. You can go to a show and introduce yourself to a promoter in person. If you emailed them, now go introduce yourself in person. Let them see you. Let them feel your handshake. Let them talk to you a little bit. Tell the promoter your story if you have time. Then most importantly, offer to help. Mm -hmm. I almost guarantee they will accept your help. I have never met a promoter that didn't want some free hands to help set up chairs, tear down chairs, the ring, the lighting, all that stuff. Offer to hang flyers next time. Ask them how you can serve them better. Show them that you care and always bring your gear, by the way, as well. We've mentioned yeah. that before as well. You never know because you get in good with them by being respectful and helping them at one show. And then you offer to come back the next time to help them hang up flyers. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden you walk in the door and they go, did you bring your tights? I hope you did. All right. Always pack your gear because you never know how quickly that could turn around into an opportunity for you. Yeah, there was a couple guys that uh, came into the gym, mm -hmm. and uh, one of them was wearing an AEW shirt. Okay, and so I start just struck up a conversation, yeah, yeah. and they didn't know that you know we had this of podcast yeah, or yeah. you know anything about us here. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were really excited, uh, and then uh, they came in. They used the ring a little bit. We introduced them to Brad over yes, at UWE. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, they started doing a little training and working mm -hmm. with Brad some, and they just did their first uh, local show. It was yes. actually in the town that they grew up in. Right, but they did a. Uh, I don't know if they actually had their first uh, match or not. I wasn't able to make the show, but they uh, had some action. Though. Yeah, 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 they yeah, had which some is action. A start. There. They yeah. were shooting some promos with Brad and uh, his brother and stuff. So, yep. but I mean, all of that was was just mm -hmm. coming in, and they they helped him. They did. I think they helped him set up one day, right? And then I think that he made it need security, and yep. they did security uh, one show. And then now all of a sudden they're in this, you know, kind of little feud with Brad. And, and there you go. Uh, yep. That's, it can be as easy yep. as that sometimes, guys. Show up and show them that you care. Act interested and do your part. I mean, it's just like anything. So just go yeah. and do your best and you'll typically get something good in return. So For sure. go and offer to help. If you're not booked, go anyway. All right. So 
Here's a very important thing that applies to wrestlers, promoters, and everything in between. Ask questions. If you see a wrestler doing the things you want to do, ask them how they did it, or how they got there, or how they're doing it now, or how they get to do it so often. All right. Ask them where they got their gear. If you like the gear that they're wearing, ask them where the gear maker is. Mm -hmm. Ask them how they got so good at this one particular thing. Are they great at promos? Ask them about how they, they progress their promos. Ask them how they got booked on TV once. If you saw them on television at AEW and now you see them at your local promotion, ask them how they got that mm -hmm. booking. Where did that come from? Or elsewhere at any company that you might actually want to aspire to work at. Ask them. How did they get there? It's very important. Yeah. If you are a promoter and you see a company with a sold-out packed house and you have yet to achieve that, it's time to ask them. Ask them what did they do? How did they succeed? The answers are usually pretty simple, but you'll never know unless you ask, right? They may just tell you we promoted like crazy and we hung up flyers everywhere and we went door to door. That might be the answer. And if that's it, that's good. That's information yeah. that you needed that you can value that now you know how much work you have to put in to get your show to look like their show. Mm -hmm. Never be afraid to ask. We, we, all, we should all be helping each other. Yeah, um, sure. Very important thing is like, and then this happens with promotions a lot, wrestling promotions, really unfortunate, and wrestlers as well, but never, ever, ever in my life have I ever gained anything by putting someone else down, right? right? Yeah. Like, I have never earned anything for, like, dogging someone else. And I've also never lost anything for helping someone else, mm -hmm. right? So be helpful, right? Go out there and help and provide, and it'll be given back to you in return. You're not going to lose anything for helping someone. Yeah, no, I love when new like uh, personal trainers and stuff mm -hmm. come and ask me questions yes. to pick my brain. Um, I and I and I love doing that to other people. Yeah. And th this is something. Um, it, it was a Mister Rogers mm -hmm. uh, uh, movie that he had out. Okay, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's a really good movie. Yeah. So uh, watch it. But there's a scene in there where uh, he is visiting a gentleman who has cancer, I believe, and mm -hmm. he's dying. Yeah. And he goes over to him, and his son, his, this guy that's dying, his son's with him. But Mr. Rogers goes over before he leaves and whispers kind of something in his ear. Yeah. And, uh, and then they, he leaves with the son, and the son says, well, why did you ask him? And he, he, he said, I asked him to pray for me. And yeah. he's like, you asked him to pray for you? Like, he has cancer. Why right, don't you do right. that? He said, well, you know, I figure he's closer to God yeah. than almost any, you know, yeah, than anybody. Yeah. So, and that, but I, I guess the point is that's kind of like a hard thing to ask. Like, right. why would you ask that question to right, someone right. like that? But after I watched this movie, um, I actually asked a guy who had a brain surgery. Yeah. And I was talking to him. We were just at the water park, and our boys yeah. were playing, and we just had struck up a conversation. It's like, man, how did you get through that? Yeah. Which is a, a question I asked a stranger on, yeah, yeah. on how, he, how he got through that. Right. And we had an, I learned so much yeah. about mental toughness yeah, yeah. and like what, he, what he did to be able to push through everything that he was dealing with. Right. So I guess, I guess the point that I'm trying to get is, I, I really think about those in-depth questions because mm -hmm. uh, if people are willing to talk, you can gather so much information that yes. you wouldn't even think they would be willing to share with you. Right. And so, apply it to all different aspects of yeah. life. Like, absolutely. So never be afraid to ask, guys. Never be afraid to ask. Never be afraid as well to try new things. If you've been a baby face for too long, maybe it's time you explore being a heel or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that might just be as simple as wearing something different, saying something different, but Never be afraid to explore new things. A lot of times they say the best time to turn a, ba a heel into a babyface is when they're the most hated. 
Like that when the crowd loves to react to them, now have them do something heroic, and all of a sudden the crowd is already happy to cheer for them because they already were happy to be loud for them. So, and that kind of works both ways, but yeah. never be afraid. But, you know, if you go to a promoter and you say, hey, you know, I know I'm a baby face, but can I be a heel? That's not enough. I want you to provide a little more information to them. Tell them why. Tell them how. Give them some options. Tell them that you've been really thinking about this. Don't, don't just go and be like, I'm bored with this. I want to try this. Mm-hmm. Give them some reasons why. And um, put some actual thought and effort into it as opposed to just like, I'm going to be a bad guy now. Yeah. Right? Go up there and do something different, something for your character that's going to benefit you in the long run. So here's the most important thing I really want you to take away from today. You probably really, really don't need more experience. You need more experiments. Okay, So I need you to stay curious. You can improve your... I mean, just not just wrestling, right? You can improve your memory, your mood, your motivation for everything, not just wrestling, by simply trying new things and improving multiple different aspects of your life. Get a little bit better here, a little bit better there, and you start to feel better overall. Your mood improves, everything improves from that. You've just got to learn to pivot. Mm -hmm. So doing this also improves your adaptability and agility to acquire new skills. So that's something that a lot of people lack is the ability to to like bounce and learn something new, yeah. grab something new, and then adapt. Adapting is something that my wife struggles with tremendously. If anything is like out of order or a plan falls through, she's mm-hmm. not really good at adapting. So it's something I work on her with. But um, I actually feel like I'm really good at pivoting and just being like taking it for what it is and switching gears really quick in, in a lot of different ways. In matches that comes in play, in training that comes in play. Um, you know, if I'm in the gym and I need to use the the whatever machine for something, and it's been taken up, I will pivot in a heartbeat to something different and get it done anyway. Yeah, we talked about the botch mm-hmm. a few episodes yes, ago. So, yep. you know, pivoting It's a great from way. There. Adaptability to get over the botches as well. Mm-hmm. So in the future, you'll be able to overcome fears that used to slow you down, all the while discovering new talents and fulfilling your potential. Guys, All right, please don't forget to head on over to Facebook and join our private Facebook group. It is at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You can check out all the talk on our different options like our YouTube and our Strong Style program at howtobecomeaprowrestler.com. And you can talk to anyone that listens to our podcast. You can talk to me and Aaron as well. So head on over to that, guys. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.